Welcome to the Greater Purpose Health and Fitness Podcast. We're really excited to have you here today, sharing a little bit about your story. You have been a part of the gym for how long now? Uh, well, I started new PN coaching in January of last year, end of January. Okay. And, Which, and PN's like the, oh, yeah, the tool we use, right? Yeah. yeah. Precision nutrition. Cool. Yeah. And then uh, April 1st was just my year mark of the workout part of it. So. Congratulations. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The year you started is kind of the year it's been a little different at the gym and you have had some amazing results still. Yes. So what, yeah, what, what are your results? What have you achieved? Um, well, I'm down a total of 35 pounds. I'm stronger, fitter. Mm -hmm. I haven't been sick in this year. Um, the, I had lower back pain and problems with nerve pain down my legs. And that's been significantly improved to the point where it's not in really an issue most days. So it's been a fantastic thing for that as well. So that's a lot in a year. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, it's been really good. And it's helps with mood, my mood. I've suffered lots of um, depression throughout the years. Worse since I've had my second child, I had some postpartum depression with that. And then right. Um, it's just on and off again. And then stress of life and everything that I do in my life. Um, it's been really good mentally for that as well. So both the nutrition and the exercise has been beneficial. That's for the mental. Yeah. It's, yeah. Especially through this year. Right. And yeah. if you're finding that benefit through all this, then exercise and nutrition has had a major impact on your life. Yeah. It definitely has. So I know I've noticed a huge change in how I am and how I am, like how I present myself to the world and the population and work and my colleagues and my friends and my family. I'm definitely more present and I'm not as distracted and I'm just, I'm happier again. So I don't hide behind sweaters anymore. I don't hide in a big jacket, I wear clothes that actually, well, except I have to go shopping, but wear clothes that fit. <laughs> right. So you feel more confident yeah. and you're feeling that you're a better person to those around you because you're focusing on yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm also, I, so I work with Julissa. Okay. So I've yep. known Julissa since she started at the hospital. Um, and we've talked, I don't know how many times about, joining the gym. I've asked her many times. We've had many conversations. And then I work with Louie and watched him through his transition of starting at the gym and working. And he goes at 6 a.m. And I've previously done 6 a.m. workouts and done really well with it. But I was always hesitant. I was worried about injuries. I'm worried about Mm. the commitment. I was worried about time. Um, Not only do I work, I'm also a nurse practitioner student. So I have that on top of it and we shark and we farm. So we have a sheep farm and my husband works and I have two kids. So where do you find time for yourself Uh, in all of that? And then I realized, how do I not find time for me in all of that? Because I can only give so much if my cup is empty. So I needed to refill myself and fix myself. So the, um, when I 
came from my no sweat interim. I met with Deanna. We talked. She knows me. We mm-hmm. so she knew me very well. And she says to me, I think you need to start with nutrition. And I said, yeah, you're probably right. Cause that's where I struggle. So I met with Julissa that same day and I sat there and I was like, no, I got to go home. I mean, it costs money and I don't do financial decisions without my husband. It costs money. I got to talk to him first. And then before I left, I went, nope, I am signing up because this is for me. And this is what I need. It has nothing to do with him. I also make money. It's not like I don't make money. So I can pay for this and Mm -hmm. do this. Right. So um, before I left that day, I signed up and, I haven't looked back. So you made the decision to invest in yourself. Yeah. And you obviously are very, a very busy person and you kind of just walked us through the mindset, I think, or the thought process. A lot of us go through, like I've been there too. It's, I don't have time. I I can't make time, but in reality, we need to make time because now you're through this year long process and you're seeing that it actually amplifies the rest of your life. I've managed to do my schoolwork better. I've managed clinic better. Like when I do clinical, I've managed my own job better. Um, Life at home, I manage better just because I've taken that time. So my biggest thing is I found the time that works for me. So yes, I go at 6 a.m. because that is my time where nobody can take it from me. At 4.15, my kids need me. My husband might need need me, right? People need my time at 4.15 or 5.30 or 7 o'clock. But nobody needs me at 6 a.m. but me. So then I can do what I need to do. So I've made it a priority that 6 a.m. is my time and I've just made it a routine. So I have yet to miss a single week of exercise since April 1st. I've done really, yeah, I've done three to four days usually on average every week since April 1st last year. The power of consistency, right? Yeah. There's some weeks I did five, some I did six, but my average was usually four. Well, good for you. So if you could speak to yourself before you started this part of the journey back in uh, April, you said, or January. Yeah. April. Yeah. January January was the nutrition part of it. Right. Okay. So then you transitioned to the fitness. Gotcha. Um, What wisdom would you impart if you were two months prior to that? starting of your fitness journey to get you to start sooner? If you could talk directly to yourself. So I think two months prior, what actually was going through my head at that time was because I started clinical for my nurse practitioner program. And I was sitting in clinic telling people they need to lose weight. They need to exercise. Mm. They need to take care of themselves. And I sat there and I thought, how can I keep telling these people and these patients that they need to take care of themselves if I'm not doing it for myself? So it became a point of, so actually two months prior to me signing up was a lot of that. And it took me two months to find two to three months almost to kind of take my own advice and say, you're right. I have to do something because how, how can I do it? If Like, how can I tell people to do this if I won't do it? So now I've done it. And actually in the fall, in one of my clinicals, I had a patient who mm. had a journey where not losing weight. And I actually said to her, I said, you need help. You need to go to a dietitian. You need to, this is like, so we made a plan and she came back a few weeks later and said, thank you for listening because I needed that. I needed. And I sat down and I said, I got coaching, but it's hard to ask for that help. 
it's hard to say I it's almost like saying you I failed I can't do it I'm no good right but really in reality it's I'm just asking for help because I need somebody to coach me along the way I need somebody else to show me how to do what I need to do because I obviously am not doing the job myself so I need help and that was a really hard thing to do was ask for that help well, that's powerful because now you have the ability to empathize with people, right? You know exactly what they're going through. You went through the process yourself. You committed to it with consistency. You've achieved these amazing results. And also understanding that we all need help. Like I myself have coaches for different aspects of my life because I don't have a lot of time. And just like you're saying, like you, your time seems more limited than mine and we can't focus on everything, right? Sometimes we just need to be able to come to the gym. There's a workout on the board, the coach makes sure you're moving well, and you don't have to think about anything else because it sounds like you probably have a lot of other things going on in your day, right? Yeah, usually that is actually one of the things that I kept getting stuck on because I can exercise mm. at home. That's not the issue. It's the, what am I going to do today? Yeah. So I've tried other programs and I, but it's just like sticking to it was hard. But then now I go to the gym and it's like, oh, this is what I'm doing today. I don't really want to do that, but I'm going to do it anyway because that's what they're telling me I'm supposed to do. So I guess that's what I do. And yeah. so I may grumble about it, but I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've tried lots of different programs. What's the difference this time? It's the, so I think I've said this before. Um, one thing with greater purpose is it's not just you sign up for a gym and it's like, Oh, thanks for your money. See you later. It's mm. you sign up for the gym and then you guys go, how can we help you? What can we do for you? How can we help you get to your goals? Do a month, like monthly check-ins for nutrition and every three months for training. If you want to like, that's huge. You're actually taking an investment into my health instead of just taking my investment, right? Like right. you're putting just as much work in sometimes to try and find ways to help us and do what we need to. And that's the difference is the, the support that all of the coaches give, whether they're my direct coach or not. Um, I've worked for training with Tom the whole year and then Jaleesa mm. for nutrition. So it's been fantastic. Like they've both been cheering me on behind the scenes and celebrating those wins with me. And I would have never shown someone my before and after pictures. But then one day I said to Tom, you have to see this. You have to see yeah. what I've accomplished because I'm so proud of what I've done. Yeah. So. And as you should be, that's all. That's it. It's just showcasing all the hard work you put in mm -hmm. and it's not the actual the pursuit isn't the byproduct. Like it's just a happy result, like the weight loss and being happier and all these different things. And you touched on this before we got on the call, actually, how did you, you said you had a different mindset about it too. So before I started this, I've always tried to diet. I've tried to lose weight. I've tried all of these different things. I've tried shakes. I've tried, limiting things, cutting things out. Um, but what it really came down to was I just needed to change my habits. 
I needed to slow down. I needed to appreciate what I was eating, not go back for seconds just because it was there. Um, just really one of the biggest things I can tell anybody is trust the process. You have to trust the process of what we're going through and the changes. And it's, it's slow. It took me five months to lose 10 pounds, which seemed to me was like, oh my God, am I ever going to lose any more weight? And then all of a sudden I lost 10 in two months because I just, the process caught up to me, the changes and the habits and everything. So then it was all of a sudden, oh, this is what I've been working so hard for. So if I had given up at three months, I would have never made it to where I want and today, but I didn't give up. I just kept going because I trusted that there was a method to this, that there's reason that I'm doing it slow and I've maintained it. So I hit a weight loss plateau, um, like middle of December, all the way until I just broke through it last week. Um, but I didn't gain weight. I didn't gain any of it back. I stayed within like this three pounds. That's it. And it just, it was there. And I was so proud of myself that through Christmas, my birthday, Valentine's day, husband's birthday, like all of this other stuff, plus stress of school. I never put the weight back on because it took me a year to lose it. And I kept it off. So that was my, like my biggest thing is you have to trust it. You just have to trust that your habits and the changes that you've made over that time, it does add up. It does make a difference. So it's just been, it's been interesting. It's been a struggle. There's been many times where I've just wanted to walk away and say, screw it, but I haven't because I don't want to start over. I want to continue from where I am. So I think that's really encouraging, especially when, we can get so overwhelmed by all the different diets and quick fixes and lose 10 pounds here in two weeks. But you said it yourself just now is it takes time, but the things that take time usually last. If it takes time to build, it's probably more resilient in the end to a lot of different things. So when you said sometimes it's difficult, sometimes and we understand that you just want like, no, I can't, I can't do it anymore because there's a lot of temptation. There's a lot of things that come up in life and um, inconsistencies, especially right now. What held you to that besides just not wanting to start over again? Like, did you have a deeper, like, this is exactly why I want to keep doing this? Um, I guess I wanted to prove to myself I could finally do it. Right. That I've been trying for so long. I've, I haven't been at this weight since probably 12 or 13 years. So it's been a long time. I mean, I've had two kids, so that affects things as well. That changes things. Um, but I'm at a, like, I didn't quit because I don't know how, I don't know how to quit. I just, I do it because I need to do it. And I have felt so good. I didn't want to go back into having pain. I didn't want to go back into having um, difficulty doing daily things. I want to keep up with my kids. I want to be able to play with them on the floor. I want to go run outside with them. I want to ride bikes with them. Like they're a driving force actually um, because they watch me, right? There's many times when they've worked out with me in the basement because I worked out at four o'clock in the afternoon when I first started, they would come and work out with me because they need exercise too. So now they see. And there's many times where like they've just started exercising because that's what they should do. So they get some little three pound weights and get on the treadmill and go on the rowing machine and do lunges with us. And yeah, so 
it's their big driving force. They need to see that I, I, and I've really made it not, I didn't do this to lose weight specifically. Like, yes, that was my goal. One of my goals, right. But I did it to be healthy because I want to be here for a long time for my kids. And I watched so many people at the hospital be like, they're sick that we see, we see the worst. Right. And so I don't want to be there. I don't want to get there. I want to be the 90 year olds that we get in because they are a little bit sick and then they go back home. Right. I don't want to be the 60 year old that can barely breathe and can't do anything. So yeah, it's been a, so there's a lot of driving forces behind and I just had to finally get there mentally to be prepared to do it. So. Well, I think those, yeah, it, like the good stuff usually takes a long time and having that deep rooted why, like that's a really strong why to be here for your kids and to be an example to them. Like they're going to mimic you, right? Yeah. It's a lot easier to, for them to follow something than to be told to do something. Um, just like you said, with your clients, it gives you a lot more authority when you say, Hey, I'm doing this. I've had this success. Let me help you. Let me guide you through this too. Cause that's what it's about. It's about, giving back it's it's not just about doing it for yourself it's so we can be more to other people as well and you can't be more to other people like you said if you don't fill your own cup Mm -hmm. yeah and when i talk to my kids about it i don't talk about the fact that i started to lose weight i talk about Mm. that i do it because i need to be healthy and i want to be healthy and it makes me happier and it makes me um feel better And that is why I do it. And I don't focus so much on the weight. And my kids know that I've lost weight. They know that that's been the byproduct of it. But I'm emphasize that I'm not doing it just for that. I'm doing it for every other reason so that I can do more with them. And Mm -hmm. so we talk lots about it and they see the hard work that goes into it. So it's, they definitely watch. They definitely see everything that happens. So. Well, thank you for being a good example to the community Mm -hmm. and um, your family as well. When you say healthy, what does that look like to you? What are the byproducts of your hard work? I know you kind of touched on it at the start, but what would be the byproducts in the sense of you feel healthier? More energy, better mood, um, just feel good and want to do things and not getting sick all the time and Mm. not sitting on the couch and eating a bag of chips and going outside and helping. So before, because of my back, I wouldn't help very much on the farm. So I wouldn't do a lot of the stuff with the sheep or I would like open a gate or whatever. But I found that since I started this journey, now I'm out there and I'm helping him and I help try and catch the sheep and I try and take them down. And I learned how to trim nails the other day because Rob needs help too. And I yep. wasn't there to be able to help him for it. Even with school, I've always said because of school, I don't have time, but I haven't noticed that I have any less time for school than I did before. I still have the same amount of time. I still procrastinate just as much, but <laughs> I still get it done. Um, but I still have managed to do so much. And I think, as crappy as this year's been, it's given me that change of focus because we're not always busy running everywhere else. So I was able to focus on myself, able to take that time. And it didn't take away from my family as much as I expected it to. So 
they don't notice. I always had to work at 7.30 in the morning anyway, so I'm gone before they get ready for school. So Rob doesn't notice that I'm not home at 7 o'clock in the morning, that yeah. I'm on the way to work. Like, that's when I would normally be to work anyway. So that part hasn't really changed our lives. So Yeah, and now, like you said, you have more energy, you're happier, better mood. And maybe that's why you seem to have just as much time as before, because you have more energy. It doesn't take your energy away. Like if we only have so much capacity and we either have to increase our capacity, which you can do by exercising, eating better, um, practicing mindset, um, little habits, or you decrease your load. And for you, you can't really do that, right? You, you got a family, you got a farm, you're working, you're in school. So you need to increase your capacity. Well, how do you do that? You eat better, you exercise consistently. And not once did you say that you had to restrict. I'm sure it was just like a byproduct. You avoided things because you, but you probably found you never were told no, really. I have never felt like I've been on a diet. Mm. I've never felt like I missed anything. I still get to have a latte. I still get to have a donut if I want a donut, but I don't have 10 of them. I don't have mm. a latte every day. I've actually stopped drinking pop. I haven't had a pop. I probably have had maybe six pops since June. Like that's it. I don't drink pop every day anymore. Um, but it wasn't because they told me not to. It was because I changed my habits and I changed. I used to have French vanilla creamer in my coffee and a lot of it. And now I just have cream with no sugar. There's no sweetener in my coffee anymore. And that I never thought I'd get there. So there's so many things that have changed, not because somebody said, don't do this. You shouldn't have this. It's try this. One of the things in the nutrition was don't have sugar in your coffee or have less sugar in your coffee or don't have any sugary drinks for two weeks. Oh, so no lattes for two weeks. And that was hard for me, but I didn't have any lattes and I didn't have any sugar for two weeks in any of my drinks. I went to cream and then I've just drank cream ever since. So it wasn't like it said, don't, it said, don't do it for two weeks and see if you can do it. And it was like yeah. that challenge. It challenges you to see, yeah. can you, do, and it's like, I can't do that. Oh, but I'm going to try because somebody's watching me and because I'm like, I got to give it a chance. Right. So yeah. I don't feel like I've been on a diet. I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Um, and I noticed that when I've lately, when we've gone ordered out, I look for the dishes that have tons of veggies in it. I don't look, I don't want that big burger and fries anymore. Every time I go out, I want like one day I was like, I really want to go here because I have a really good salad that I want. Mm -hmm. And normally I'd get there and I'd be like, oh yeah, I came for the salad, but I'm going to have the burger and fries. But I actually went and I had the salad and I enjoyed it and I was so happy with it. And so I've just noticed that my priorities have changed and what I want has changed. And the biggest thing I've noticed with my nutrition, if I had a donut, I'd feel guilty. So then I'd have three and then I have more guilt and mm -hmm. then I'd have a bag of chips and then I'd have more guilt, right? Like the guilt was always there. I don't have guilt. There's no guilt. I eat chocolate. Oh, I really enjoy it. And then I move on. And then I don't feel like I need to binge on it because I've enjoyed it. I've had it. And now I can move on and eat the healthy things. Right. So it's been a big shift for me. I grew up in a restaurant. 
we ate at a restaurant. So I used to eat whatever I wanted whenever we were at the restaurant, which usually included something deep fried and fries and right, not lots of fruits and vegetables. And so that was just my habit. Right. And I broke through that habit, which is incredible, actually, that it's not my go to anymore. Yeah. And it sounded like it took time. Absolutely. And habits take time to build. Habits are going to take time to change or reverse. And I think you touched on a lot of amazing things there. But the big one is that the nutrition coaches here, my wife being one, Jalisa, we guide you, right? A good coach guides. We, we aren't going to say you can never have sugar again. Um, cause what usually happens when we say can't like you shouldn't, even if we tell ourselves we can't, what do you want? Well, I kind of want it now. I don't want to be told what to do. And that the, the two weeks thing was just like a challenge. Yeah. Right. And it said that in there, like you said, it's try it out. And if it works awesome, if not try something else out. And I think if I could talk to whoever's listening to and kind of tag on what you're saying, Julie is. It can be very confusing, very overwhelming with everything out there, right? And feeling like the media is telling you to give up everything and that if you eat this thing, it's going to be terrible and you have to feel guilty, but have a little more grace on yourself and find someone who can help guide you and have the patience to guide you along and say like, Hey, you ate 10 donuts yesterday. Okay. Well, that was yesterday. Let's try this today. Right. It, if you, like you said, if you guilt yourself, it just gets worse and worse. It's just small little habits over time. It sounds really simple, but it's so impactful. Well, and Julissa being my coach, right? She yeah. doesn't ever, like when we sit down and we know each other well, because we work together. So she well, okay, well, you had, how many lattes are you having? Because she knows that's something that I have. Well, I've been having like almost every day. Okay. Can we work? What do you think is reasonable? For you as a goal right not okay well you shouldn't have any lattes or only have two it's can we work towards only having two in a week and then go from there and then maybe you shouldn't have donuts every day or whatever it is right like whatever i was right. struggling with at that time um it was always what do you think is attainable for you to and maintain and one of my things that i haven't given up is two lattes a week because my husband and i have chai tea lattes on the weekend and that's our morning and that's what we do on Saturday and Sunday but maybe I don't have them every day during the week I have them only on weekends right so there's some leeway of okay what am I willing to give up to get to my goals but still enjoy everything right so yeah it's a balance of discipline but also enjoying life now too yeah like just enjoy this good food but still work hard and be consistent in eating more healthy than not. Like we always talk about good, better, best uh, when choosing between food. There's no bad foods or terrible foods. In comparison, it might not have been the best choice compared to like if you had a donut and let's say a carrot, well, the better choice would probably be the carrot. <laughs> but the donut's still a choice, right? Like it's still food. And I think that's just it's a lot of mindset stuff. And if I can encourage anyone, if you're struggling, just ask for help. Um, we're happy to help you. Um, like Julie said, we'll sit down with you for a free 
chat. And if we can help you, we'll guide you along the way. But I, I can't emphasize enough the importance of just starting. Even like you said, if it's just starting with nutrition or it's honestly not just starting with us, but just go for a walk and start small. Yeah. It, and don't try to do it all. That was mm. what I, why I failed so many times. Why I didn't succeed so many times. If I want to change my wording. Um, because I would try exercise, diet, everything mm. would change. And then I'd last for a couple of weeks and then I'd fail on the diet and I'd eat everything that I sh- was trying not to. And then I'd fail on the exercise because I missed a day. So then all of a sudden I didn't work out for three weeks and then, right, it just snowballs. But if you start slow and take it one step at a time and figure out what you're able to do that week or that day, that's what you do. Like figure out what your bare minimum is. I figured out my bare minimum for exercise is three days a week. Mm -hmm. I have to do three days a week because that makes me feel better. So that's my minimum. So if I get four, excellent. If I get five, even better. But if I I need to do my three. So I make sure I don't miss that third exercise. Like I make sure I get three for sure in my week. And then everything about that is better, just better for me. Um, But it's figuring out what your limit and what you're willing to do and what your compromise is, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many good nuggets in here, Julie. I really appreciate it. (laughs) And it's the idea of actually... We think about setting the bar really high, but they did a study where they, if you set the bar lower for yourself, you're going to have more, you have success over a longer period of time, or it's going to be more sustainable. Mm-hmm. Cause the way I think about it is if you add the good, you just add little bits of good in your day, no matter what it is. Like we think of eating one meal that's healthy and the rest do what you've been doing. If you can consistently do that one meal, it's going to gain momentum and it's going to trickle into maybe a snack and then maybe a second meal. And that's way less overwhelming. It's really hard to change your whole life in a week because how long did it take to build those habits? Whole life so far, essentially, right? Yeah. I highly, um, I talk about the nutrition program to a lot of people because Mm. it changed everything in my nutrition world meal planning we meal plan as a family every week usually we sit down we get the boys involved they choose what they want to eat so they each get a meal if they want everybody now can see what we're going to eat that day and my kids eat better because they know what to expect and they know that if we're having a roast tonight they get tacos tomorrow or they get whatever they wanted at some point during the week so then there's less fighting because they know that they get to enjoy what they wanted right and it's been huge we meal planning was not a thing before. So nutrition is for me, I've never struggled with the consistency of exercise. It's always been nutrition. Mm-hmm. So that's why it was a good thing to start there. Cause that's what I needed the most help with. And these, well, I, the, the two weeks of habits is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm focusing on one thing for two weeks and then I move on to something else and continue doing that, but I don't notice I'm continuing doing it really because it's almost a habit at that point. Right. So it's, and it's slow and it's maintainable and it just makes sense. Well, yeah, we highly recommend people do nutrition and fitness when they come in, but if they can only do one, we make sure it's nutrition. Um, That's what we're really trying to get people into now because you work out for one hour a day but you eat 
most of the rest of the day, right? Way more. And your focus is on, or your energy spent on a lot more of that. And it makes a big difference because what people need to understand, or we try to help educate is you can work out really, really hard, but it's not the actual workout that you're getting the results from. It's the recovery, mm-hmm. right? And whatever recovery means to you, if you're eating well, if you're sleeping, so focusing on the recovery and getting those habits dialed in, if you're already starting or you're already doing fitness, add nutrition. And, and like you said, Julie, it just makes the complete difference. And it's, it's not overwhelming. We don't, you don't have to carry a calorie counter around with you, right? No, it's been fantastic. Like it's been fantastic. It doesn't take that much time to do each lesson every day. Mm-hmm. And if you miss one day, you just catch up the next day. I mean, I know because of my schedule, sometimes I don't, I sometimes do three of them in a day because that's just what my schedule works. Or I listen to the um, information while I'm making my meals. So then I'm listening to it as I'm, so I'm being productive while I'm listening and learning things. And then I share that with my family. Like my husband and my boys, they've heard lots of what I've learned over this last year because it's important. I actually just re in March started the whole program over again because I just needed that reboot to, and I think that's why I broke through my plateau because I just went back to the basics and back to the start and yes. refocused and gained my momentum again. So I think this will be my year to get to where I want to be. And I told Julissa, I have a goal weight range. I don't have a specific number. I have a range of a number because I don't know what I'm going to feel like when I'm at the top weight. Maybe I'll feel perfectly fine and that's where I want to stay. Maybe I need, do need, want to go a little lower. It's going to be how I feel and how I perceive I look as well, how my clothes, it's not about the number, but I have a goal, but it's like a 10 pound range of a goal. So, and if I get close to that and I feel good, then I'm happy. It doesn't matter what the number is in the end. So it's the process. It is. You need yeah. to set a marker. So we know where we're going, yeah. but in reality, it's a process that makes the whole difference. What happens to you along the way to that goal? Like you said, you have more energy, um, you're happier, you're more to your family, you're stronger. And these are all byproducts as you travel towards this marker that is in this 10 pound range. And you know that, that when you reach that number, that doesn't mean you're done. She'll just set another goal. Like maybe it'll be this movement or this, right? It's a, it's a lifestyle thing. My goal, my next goal, once I get is to try and get a pull up. Yes. (laughs) Love it. Just keep setting goals and crushing. And maybe a, maybe a full push up, not for my knees or elevated. That's my other goal. So I've got goals. They're just, they do, they've changed. They've definitely changed over this last year. And as they should Yeah. keep developing, keep striving. Yeah. Well, Julie, I really appreciate your time and there's so much amazing information and encouragement to other people to just start. And if you feel intimidated or you've tried everything before, just send us some or send us a message or book a free call or no sweat intro with us. We're happy to talk. And if we don't think we're the best ones to help you, we'll find someone who can because you guys are important. And thank you, Julie, for being an amazing example to everyone, your family and the community, and just being amazing light in our gym. Well, thank you. I've been, I've enjoyed it. It's been really good. So.
Glad to hear it. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a journey, but it's been a good year. So a journey, but a good year. We'll put that as the title. <laughs> it's a good title. Take care, Julie. Okay, thank you. Bye.